Hello, David. Hello, Joe. Hello, Hello Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was trying to do it with the song, with but the song. Uh, yeah. failed miserably. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you you recorded it well on the day, but uh, you've lost your touch now. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. How are you? <laughs> I'm well. Uh, still just sort of keeping the lockdown insanity at bay, just about, I think. Yeah. You no, know, my hair's getting nice. longer. Uh, thank you. Hair is very long. Need a <laughs> lockdown cut. It's, um, yeah. Went for a run today, though. I'm doing my bit to try and... Fuck you, off. Uh, Did you? Yeah, first one in weeks. It's going to be a long road back to fitness for me. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that for wow. free. Yeah, I got... I got um, Dan, uh, our friend number one fan Dan is trying to chat me up for a run. Uh, is that? Can you exercise with with one other person? Yeah, I believe that that's how? the rules in your local area. You can, so you two will be right. You you're a round corner from each other, aren't you? Yeah, he said. Uh, he said a five k. I said I can manage probably a half a k. Let's start with <laughs> half a k. Back in the day, uh, I did a that's twenty one minute five k. I did. Did you? I did. Is that good then? Uh, well, it's all right. You know. Right, okay. Yeah. Like people were doing like 16, 17 minutes, which is really fast. Um, but 21 minutes for me was good. And now I, I, I think I ran about 3K today and I was puffing like mad. And I had a headache and I was short right. of breath. And it was it was awful. It was all horrible, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> well, at, least you, at least you enjoyed it. I, it was great. Yeah, I feel great now, mostly. <laughs> so what did you have for dinner? You do look... <laughs> uh, I didn't have a run no. for dinner. Yeah. I had um, I had a paella actually. Paella. Mm, paella. Yeah. Very yeah. continental. It well, it was. That's me. I'm cultured and continental. Mm. Um, I washed it down with a fine Chianti. I didn't actually. It was just a Malbec and some actually, fava actually. beans. No beans. No. Okay. No mm. baked beans. I had baked beans with it. Baked beans and, <laughs> and paella. What was in your paella yeah. then? Baked beans. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, well, it's a bit of everything, isn't it? It's a bit of uh, bit of fish in there. Yeah. There was a bit of uh, there was some prawns in there. That's fish, also. Well, not really. Um, rice. That's quite an important ingredient. It is, yeah. Key. Yeah, and um, ve- a bit of v- vegetable things. <laughs> Specific. Yes. I had a weird and, uh, kind of. Oh, sorry, you haven't finished. I didn't ask. I didn't ask. You didn't ask. I don't expect you to yeah, these days. You... you just never do. So I just pipe up. What did What did you have? Oh, thanks. Um, Oh, I wasn't expecting the question. I had a weird kind of um, meal from a, a, a sort of one tray recipe book that I got for Christmas that I think I told you about. Um, you did, yes. It was like a broccoli bake. It was a, sort of a vegetarian friendly broccoli bake with brown rice. And then at the end, you stir in spinach and um, Parmigiano cheese. And it's like this sort of... So it's like a kind of risotto, but you bake it in the oven, but it's not a risotto. But it's kind of like a paella heavy, as well. Then. Yeah, all veggie. Some onion in there, a yeah. bit of garlic, you know, a bit of lime. Garlic bread? A bit of lemon and lime. No garlic bread, no. Your choice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, talking of choice, um, anyone who's a regular listener of this podcast, of course, can head over and find us at www.roundtheback.com. But also, Dave at yeah. patreon.com forward slash round the back where they can decide to give three pounds a month if they want or a, a number of their choice yeah but, but uh, it, it, it's, it's their choice isn't it it's up to it's them, up to them. It's, up to them. Yeah. it's their choice but they can do yeah, that yeah. if they all I will say to. is make the right choice I agree with that sentiment that's all I'm going to say <laughs> that's all you should say yeah I think it's clear enough, isn't it? It's relatively clear, yeah. Hey, I want to know what's going on in the world. Do you? Yes, please. Yes, please. <laughs> that pause was was epic. I was on the edge of my seat. Here's the new. <laughs> Here's this week's headlines with me, Kevin the Brown, and me, Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> Paleontologists discovered perfect dinosaur butthole. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Um, China is using anal swabs to test the public for coronavirus. <laughs> Pablo Escobar's cocaine hippos threatened to take over Colombia. <laughs> I'd love to see that. 
Uh, Mum reveals she put breast milk on her face to prevent ageing. Oh, her own? Uh, interesting. Uh, uh, Chinese men perform... Shoot. Good aim. Good <laughs> Chinese men perform in Iron Crotch Kung Fu Fighting Competition. Nice. Okay. Um, Japanese loos that say hello, warm your bum, and glow in the dark become Brit lockdown hit. Wow. Okay. It's kind of frightening. We're quite oriental heavy with those, aren't we, tonight? A bit oriental bashing today. Apologies to... Uh, not bashing. Not no, bashing. No, no, not bashing. Just reading out headlines about people from Oriental places. So that's it. Oriental fact finding. <laughs> the name of this episode, perhaps. <laughs> I'm going to write that, <laughs> write that down. down. Yeah. So um, the what was the your last one? Sorry. Read that one again. The Japanese have invented a loo that um, says hello, warms your bottom, and glows in the dark. And apparently, it's hit. It's a hit with bricks, Brits, not bricks, Brits <laughs> during lockdown. Right. Do, what? Just walking into the toilet when they don't need it, just to be greeted by something that says hello because they've lost all human contact. Yeah, that's what it's. It's loneliness, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so I was. Uh, I visited Japan not so long ago. And uh, I got up in the middle of the night slightly delirious to use the toilet, like a lot of men our age do, don't they, Dave? Our age men, right? Well, yeah, 30s, sure. Yeah, yeah both of them. And uh, I walked into... It was the first night in Japan as well. Didn't really remember in my delirium middle-of-the-night state that this Japanese toilet knows you're there, right? So I walk into the toilet. Mind you, it was a tiny, tiny door as well, and I was ducking. What, what do you mean? Oh. What do you mean it, no- it knows you're there? Well, I walk I walk into the toilet. This thing opens and lights up. Didn't say hello, this one, but it was one of these classic Japanese toilets. Scared the living shit out of me, and I almost jumped out of my skin and fell over. And uh, that that's the end of my story. It saved you a job, then, if it scared the shit out of you. Well, yeah. I just had to clean up my britches. Unless it was unless it was the number one that you were going for. It was a it was a wee wee. I was going for a wee wee, so everything yeah. was all right. Yeah, that's a that that's a common thing. A nighttime wee wee, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> I've but never. I, I don't think I've ever done a sleep. nighttime shit. Have you? Never. <laughs> Not in the, the middle of the night. Suddenly go. What? Well, unless you're unwell, of course. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. But it's uh, not an, it's not a regular nightly occurrence. Your bowels don't normally it, we don't need to talk about this. Uh would you like to hear my news? Shall I go first? Not really. Sure, go for it. <laughs> Hit me. <laughs> um right, so this is a follow-up story to one you dropped on the news a couple of weeks ago. So see if you can remember his name, all right? Bodybuilder cheats on his sex doll wife with indescribable object. Oh my goodness me, I know who this is. You know who this is. So, his name is Yuri Tolochko, the Kazakhstanian sex doll wifing uh, internet sensation, basically. Uh, so, the story is as follows. Yes. Yuri Tolochko seems like every woman's dream man. The bodybuilder and actor from Kazakhstan is pretty much the definition of a beefcake. Sculpted body, bulging muscles, chiseled jawline, and a handsome face. Unfortunately, though, he's not exactly what you'd expect. This Central Asian Adonis is spoken for. Should you still want to send him a love letter, though, you can trust that his wife, Margot, won't get mad. It's Margot and Yuri again, Dave. They're back. Margot, Margot the briefcase? Suitcase? <laughs> yeah, something like that. And you, you'll, know, you'll remember that Margot broke around Christmas, leaving him a little bit sort of wanting in the love department. Oh, sorry, yes, no, it's not a... It's, it's the sex doll. It's the Margo sex the doll. sex doll. As it says in the headline. Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, I was listening, I promise. So, Tolochko, Yuri Tolochko is married to his uh, silicon sex doll wife, Margot, and uh, they've had a bit of an unconventional marriage. But, you know, if it makes him happy, who, who are we to judge? Well, I, I'm judging, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, unfortunately, there's some trouble in paradise. Tolochko was recently caught publicly cheating on Margot during her repair time, I guess. Oh. So she had some sort of Did cr- I uh, accident. Did want to hear that? <laughs> she had some sort of accident just before Christmas and she broke. And, you know, what do you do? What do you do when you, your, your, your partner gets injured, you know? So you, he sent her to the yeah, hospital. Yeah, we never actually... We never actually um... We never actually quite found out how she broke. No. Either. That's the other thing. The mind boggles. Uh, yeah. 
So he sent her off to whatever repair shop maintains sex dolls in Kazakhstan. That's about as niche a business as it gets, isn't it, really? Um, <laughs> he said she's in another city. <laughs> uh, so waiting is the hardest part as the song goes, right? And it got to be too much for him, for, for Yuri to go. And so he posted a video of himself on his Instagram, sensually caressing some indescribable silvery object. <sighs> Just a word of warning, there's a lot of scantily clad male skin in that video, but if you watch it to the end, you'll find that Tlotchko's new lover is some kind of a mask type thing. This article, we literally don't know what it is. It's a thing. No. No. So some of his Instagram fans weren't so understanding. Um, uh, here's, a, here's a few comments on that video from his Instagram followers. Hey, are you cheating on your wife? One follower asked. <laughs> you know, yeah. Creative. Right. Yeah. Uh, and I he... thought you were asking me. No, how dare you? <laughs> and he replied saying, maybe I can't stand it while she's in hospital. <laughs> uh, yeah. I get that. I get that. And someone else said, somehow, I don't think your wife would have much to say about it all anyway. Smart ass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. Uh, Nasty, actually. So on seeing how Tolochko had seemingly started swinging with another lifeless object, questioned whether he was, um, someone questioned whether he was feeling all right. So I'm super open-minded, but I must confess that I felt worried about his mental health, someone else said. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he's not alone there. <laughs> So we don't know if she's out of hospital yet. She's repaired. He's still he's still on his on his um he's still alone. Well, not that alone. He's got this metal object. What is what do we know what this metal object is? Well, all it says is a mask type thing. That is it. That's all the information we got. It's obviously a, a video that doesn't entirely show uh what it is, but it's chrome. It's shiny and he obviously is some kind of seagull, but Rather than just being attracted, it's sexually attracted. So it's worrying times for him. His mental well, health yeah. is probably being stretched by his his wife, who can't have sex with him. That's definitely how it works. Yeah. Well, you've got to get what you can, haven't you? you <laughs> any hole? <laughs> you know, when there's grass on the pitch, well, let's play sort of thing? Yeah. That's his attitude, oh, I think. Well, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> well, good luck to him. I'm glad he's... Um, well, he's... I say glad he's well. Doesn't sound like he is. I don't think he's very well, actually. No, not very at all. But uh, there we go. That's my news. Bodybuilder cheats on his sex doll wife. It is news. Um, I've got some as well, actually. I've got a story from Sky News. Really? A kind of relatively normal news corp. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, The headline is, um, Appeal after gentle soul road safety officer Alan is kidnapped. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. So, road safety officer Alan, with two L's yeah. as well, mm. um, has, been, has been kidnapped from his post and residents of Bremar are appealing for his return. This is uh, in Scotland. Um, yeah, they're appealing for his return. How do they know he's been kidnapped? Well, he's not there anymore. The, that's not necessarily a kidnapping though, right? <laughs> well, yes, let, I'll go on. Yeah. The man, the mannequin, oh, has been stationed. <laughs> yeah, he has been stationed on the on the A ninety three in Aberdeenshire for two months, reminding drivers to slow down for the village's thirty miles per hour speed limit. I see. Um, Jeeva, Jeeva Blackett, Jeeva, Geeva, G E V A, Jeeva, Geezer, Geezer, Geezer Blackett, a councillor for a Boyne. Upper D side and Don side right. said Alan was last. Alan was last seen at one thirty p.m. on Saturday before disappearing, not of his own volition. <laughs> oh shit! That's uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, perhaps extreme weather could make him disappear um, of his. But even that wouldn't be his own volition, would it? It wouldn't be his own volition because he doesn't have volition. Volition. <laughs> yes. He's, He's volitionless. He's voliciousless. Volition. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Um, in a Facebook post, she wrote, Alan took great pride in his role of reminding people driving into Bremer from Glenshee <laughs> on the A93 that they were in a 30 miles per hour speed limit. <laughs> Children, elderly folk and red squirrels are all at risk if people don't forget, if people forget even, 
No, yeah. Now he has gone and not of his own volition, she adds. <laughs> so she loves that. She's very dramatic. She loves that. She loves the word volition, volition as well. Yeah. She's, uh, I think she learnt that. She just heard that that day and she went, I'll get that in a few times today. <laughs> Of my, I'll get, of my I'll own get that volition. <laughs> exactly, yes. I'm not of anybody else's can volition. I, can I just say, I know I used the word volition twice already, but that was of my own volition. <laughs> hey, you, don't you tell me what to say. Um, I do things of my own volition. Yeah. she could. We could go on, and so could she, of her own volition. She, she does. She does go on of her own volition. She says, someone has taken him. Have you seen Alan? With two L's. Uh, Whoever kidnapped him, still talking, please give him back. He was last seen at 1.30 this afternoon, Saturday, brackets, and is a gentle soul and never offends anyone and well-liked here in Bremer. Uh, He never offends anyone. No. No, it, he's... That is good of him. That is good of him. He's, he's a sort of the quiet, gentle type, you know. Very, very happy, so, happy yeah. to just be in the background and get on with the job, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mrs... Um, sorry, Ms Blackett said she had initially asked the local police inspector if a cutout police officer could be placed at the roadside to warn the speedsters, <laughs> but there was none spare, so Alan was drafted in. There is no word on a replacement during Alan's unplanned absence. So when you say kidnapping, when you say Alan was drafted in, that of yeah. course means that he was brought in not of not of his own volition. No, it's someone else's volition. That's mm, yeah. that makes me question the the uh, the validity, you know, the moral validity of the whole exercise. Really, that he's essentially been yeah, it's like it's... the draft for Vietnam. He's you know the 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 the. the the forces that be have called for him for his services, and it's not of his own volition. Yeah, we. I disagree with I that. I mean, I, I, I exactly. think someone has rescued him rather than kidnapped him. Well, exactly. If he's been drafted in, like you say, in the like, like the Vietnam War. I mean, who knows if he did have volition? <coughs> I mean, he could come out. With, he could be very much the Muhammad Ali of the uh, mannequin police control officers. <laughs> And just say, I ain't got no quarrel with them speedsters. I ain't got no quarrel with them speedsters. Uh, Yeah, Uh, I I fly like a butterfly, sting like a bee. We'll we'll never know. We'll never know, no. We'll never know because he doesn't have his own volition. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. (laughs) No. But I think justice has, in fact, been done, that he's been rescued from from the draft, really. Um, So good for him. Yeah, yeah. Good for Alan. I see with what two you're L's. saying. You don't think he's. You think someone's done him done him a good service rather than a disservice. Absolutely, and I hope that they've done that of their own volition. Yes. Have we knocked yeah. that on the head now? I think we. And he's that happy on the head. now, just sitting in. He's happy just being in someone else's house, yeah. and they're just saying, "Oh, you you feel better now, Alan? Do you? You the quiet type? I see. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll leave you be. <laughs> if you need anything, I'll be in the basement." <laughs> yeah, was, or words to that effect. Oh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as you know, as long as he's happy, then then so am I. But uh, we'll call it a rescue. How about that? Anyway, that's your volition news. <laughs> I'm going to write down the word volition for a potential uh, yeah, well, <laughs> episode title as well. We haven't used it enough. No, no. Hey. Uh, Dave, but at least at least we've used it of our own volition. We did, we did. Uh, she didn't put that. She didn't. Her... Would you like to find out gonna... who the bastard of the week is? Well, in fact, you know, yes. but I'm, I'm talking to. The I audience. already know. You know yeah, yeah. Yeah. Here it is. Oh, is it going to be a bastardly bastard, Dave? Well, it's one that I quite feel quite strongly about, Joe. Close to your heart, is it? Close to my heart. <laughs> and the bastard this week is Chelsea Football Club. Now, that must be difficult for you to say because I know that you're a mega fan, of course, of Chelsea Football Club. Well, I'm a fan of Chelsea, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not so much a fan this week, I'll be honest with you. Yes. Um, I'd say the club, It's not. It's, this is directed at the hierarchy of the club. Yeah. 
not the, not the groundsmen, not the people who work in the kit shop. No, no, no they're my favourites, if anything. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm no. sensing that uh, you disagree with a big decision that they've made recently. Am I correct? Well, you are correct. I do disagree, um, and it, that is the sacking of Frank Lampard. Yes. Now, yes. This uh, this has a few. There's a few points behind this. Um, the main one being that uh, I don't. I mean, I'm slightly biased, but I don't think Chelsea were in that much of a rut. I'll be honest with you. I think there was time. For, so first of all, there's been a number of teams in the Premier League who have had quite serious blips yep. this season. Yep. Manchester United, Man City had a brief one at the start. Liverpool are going through one now. Arsenal, I mean they're they're on the uh, on Arsenal, the up up, uh, yeah, up now, yeah. but uh, they had the worst and dip Chelsea, of any, any any major team in European leagues probably. Yeah, and Chelsea, yeah, they're they're going through a bit of um, a bit of that at the moment, um, but none worse than than any of the others. And I just feel it's very harsh, very uh, a bit too soon to sack him. I think first of all, I feel that um, if I thought when Chelsea had appointed Lampard that they had turned a bit of a corner in the respect of just sacking managers. I thought, right, well, first of all, they're not going to hire someone like Lampard, someone of his standing, without a long-term plan of of giving him time to build a squad, build a team. And I think the che- most of the Chelsea fans were on board with that. I certainly was. I wasn't expecting too much in the first couple of seasons. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I'm just really disappointed that if the, if they clearly hadn't changed their tack in just the minute go, things go sour, get rid of the manager, if that's still your mentality as a board, don't employ a club legend. No. Who who has one year of manager managerial experience at Derby. You know. Exactly. No no I just um, think, no I just, disrespect was, to Frank Lampard, but at all, because I mean he deserves everyone on the planet's respect. But um I just think it's just not it's not the right time for him to take that job. Uh, but, of course, almost impossible for him to say no to, given his history as a player. Well, absolutely. And I just think, you know, like I said, if that if your mentality is, well, the minute, the minute things go wrong, we're just going to get rid of you. We're not going to give, you know, there's no long-term uh, plan here. We're not going to give you time. Mm. Then make that clear to him and give him the opportunity to go, OK, well, I'll come back in a few years then when, you know, you know, yeah. when the, maybe that that is a thing, and I just think it's I just think it's really pretty disgusting, really pretty bad treatment of like I say a club legend, um, like Manchester United went through a really bad, quite a long bad spell actually, mm. and man, you know, to credit to them, they stuck with Solskjaer when most people were calling for him to be sacked, yeah, yeah, and he has turned it around and and he's got the you know, and, it, and I just think Chelsea could have really handled it better, yeah. Maybe I even I think get to the end of the season. If it's a really poor season, then they could look at it and go, "Look, Frank, you've had two seasons now. It ha- it, th- it isn't working." But just halfway through, I was just a bit like, uh, "It's just cheap." And Chelsea have got this reputation, rightly so, of just rightly binning so. off managers early doors. Yeah, and it just makes me a little bit ashamed to be a Chelsea fan at the moment. The uh, I agree with everything you're saying. So this is a circle jerk, but uh, but one the thing that immediately jumped out at me is that if you're going to back a manager by selling by sorry buying two hundred million pounds worth of players and good players too, then you have to give him time because it, it all that all that does is it doesn't reflect on doesn't reflect on Frank Lampard's managerial prowess in any way. It reflects on the incredibly poor day to day management of that club. If they're going to go, yes, two hundred million pounds. There you go, and then after a few months, go, oh no, 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 we don't want you anymore. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It's a very conflicting message, and it just to me shows sheds a lot of light. I mean, light that we've seen many, many times from Abramovich's reign. But to me, this is almost the biggest example of that short-term mentality that's never going to win them the league again. Like that's, no. that, that's never going to win them the league again. And they get no. to replace him, someone who's, you know, done well at a club with the largest amount of money in the world, arguably, and yeah. in a league yeah. where, let's say, it's not exactly as competitive as in the Premier League, which is probably the most competitive era of the Premier League that there ever has been right now. And mm. I just... Well, that's the other... Th- that's That was my other point, is that the Premier League at the moment is 
the most competitive it's like you said it that it's ever been yeah. certainly that I've ever known it yeah. and to to it now to finish in the top 4 for a lot of clubs that is a that is a good season because it's it's so competitive there is there's not just four clubs competing to finish in a certain order anymore yeah it's almost there's a lottery six, like <laughs> there's six seven eight clubs that could finish in that top 4 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and last season he did it with no transfers and and got us into the top 4 and I, you know, that was a really good season. I thought. I yep. thought that was a good. Um, that was a that was a success. A success. A success. Which is better than a success. It is. If you ask. It's worth two of them. Because um, there's two sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, I just, I uh, just, I mean, uh, it's, it's not a good time to be a Chelsea fan. I think and he's I feel been really bad for Frank. I feel really sorry for Frank. Lampard. Yeah, same. I think he has been let down by some key signings. There's a mixture of two things. I think he's been let down by some key signings. Like Ziyech hasn't really shown. Uh, he's not a that much of a bright young thing. He has quite some experience before arriving. So you'd kind of hope that a player like that would be able to gel into the Premier League quicker. Timo Werner. Uh, with him, I think it's a mixture of him being played in positions that he's not comfortable with. And just real issues with confidence, like that corner yeah. I was taking the piss out of a while ago. So I think it's a mixture of him being let down by some of his big money signings, but also um, maybe he mismanaged one or two of them. But there's no, I don't think it's his performance at all. It's this clearly insane, grandiose idea that Abramovich had. And they, they, they clearly didn't, they haven't adjusted their expectations um, to the to the what's happening on the ground with this extra competitive Premier League right now. So, no. And also, yeah. I'd, I'd like to know what their expectations are, really, because <laughs> yeah. Chelsea are certainly not out of the running for top four. No, no. It's a blip. I don't it's think they were, early in the year. I don't think they were, they were ever in the running for to win the league. I mean, God, if they won the league, that would be very much um, over-exceeding. Mm. But they're, there's, they're not completely adrift. They've had a run of bad results and, or not winning... Um, but yeah, I just think, well, like, don't, don't employ him in the first place. No. You know, go and get a, go and get an experienced, you know, European, international, whatever manager and l- give him, you say, you've got 18 months, mate. Yeah. You know, don't give, don't give that ultimatum to someone like Frank Lampard. No. And if you want to hire a young and experienced club legend as your manager, then the, the message that that sends is a five or a 10 year plan, isn't it? Not a not an eight absolutely. not an eighteen months break. Yeah. So absolutely, know. absolutely, yeah. yeah. So yes, yeah, it's a uh, yes, bastard Chelsea it's a football bastard club. club. <laughs> bastard yeah. club. I know. Chelsea Football Club, bastard of the week. Oh, uh, yeah. So I had to change the tape uh, yesterday on our answer phone machine because it ran out of tape and uh, it was like making this funny noise. And uh, yeah, I had to change the tape on oh, it. Oh, dear. Yeah. It did, did it chew it up a bit? It did. And I, it was just, you know, I had to get the pencil out and try and wind the, uh, the little tape around the heads and all that. And, uh, but anyway, I popped a new tape in and almost immediately it started wearing. Um, Did it? Yeah, so we got, I believe we've got two messages to listen to. So, oh, I'd love to hear them. Let's hear them. You have two new messages. Boop. Hello, my loves. It's Pauline here. I just thought I would leave you a message to. You've probably seen the news that Ozil has left Arsenal, finally. Anyway, um, he was. Funding Gunnosaurus, uh, our good friend Jerry Queer. Um, now he's knocking on my door, the big green prick, asking me about his job. What's going to happen? I don't know. I said, I don't know, Jerry. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, could you look into that? Is that the sort of thing you deal with? You know, because he's going to keep not bothering and badgering me, and I don't know. Anyway, ta-da! Boop! Hello, round the back. It's me. Sean, Sean Dyche. That's my name. It's me. Burnley manager. I thought I'd give you a little call, because uh, things have turned in our favour recently. Our form is better. 
Strikers started scoring again. Three wins on the trot. Pulled us out of the relegation zone. One of those wins was in the FA Cup, but never mind. Uh, so I thought I'd play you a little song about how I feel about my beloved Burnley. And it goes a little something like this. You're once, twice, three times a Burnley. And I love you. You're once, twice, three times the winner. And I love you, Burnley. Burnley. Talk soon, bye. Well, there are regulars. Good to hear from them. Good to hear from them, <laughs> yeah, as idea. always. Lovely. Weird. Mm. Bit weird. So, uh, Jerry Queer, shall we just <laughs> talk about just that? Clear that. Yeah. Just clear that up. That's, that's not his name. No. His name is not Jerry Queer. It's not even close, really, um, is it? Which, ju- which just means strange, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, his name is, his name is um, well, his name is not, it's, it's Jerry... Jerry, uh. just no, 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 not quite. It's more, more guttural in the throat. Jerry, oh, sorry, Jerry, no, that's too much. The inflection's a bit, bit too strong there. It's more Jerry, yeah. I think, yeah, yeah. You got that was better, Jerry. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's fine. Yeah. yeah, he'd respond to that if you. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's very hard to spell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's very hard to say uh, indeed yeah <laughs> I mean imagine the amount of times that if he goes to a party which of course he hasn't done for the last two years or whatever uh, you know he went, oh, hello nice to meet you what's your name I'm Jerry okay. oh my god he's going to throw up <laughs> get the bucket how do you how do you spell that Jerry um, and then he has to say it again and then he has to spell it and that, you know it would be tiresome wouldn't it so just don't in, just just say uh, my name's Jerry yeah yeah it's easier <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should do a, a last name World Cup for, for Jerry. Well, we don't want to overload ourselves, do we? <laughs> yeah. But before we get there, should we find out where they are now? Sure. sure. Where are they now? Where are they now? Um, this is a good one. Oh yeah, and it's an ex-footballer, which is appropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's um, Antonio Cassano. Oh, okay, yeah. So, sort of, yeah. I would almost think of him as like the Marlon Brando of football. You know, very talented, right, very, okay. very good at his football. But his, upstairs, he's just like, yeah, I don't really give a shit. Pretty much, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, he's thirty-eight. He retired in two thousand and seventeen. Right. That's where he is now. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, I, it leapt out to me, this, because there's a bit of a funny story, but also something he said. I thought I'd uh, read out something he said because it might uh, rankle one of our regular listeners. Let me see if you can guess who that might be, Joseph. Oh, right. Yes, I'm, I'm already uh, picturing that. Yeah. He's waded into the Ronaldo versus Messi conflict. Brilliant. I'm looking forward to this. He says, I mean, and these are his words, his opinion. Yeah, That's fine. Yeah. Uh, he said, uh, Cristiano, Cristiano Ronaldo, have you heard of him? <laughs> Christy? Yeah, yeah, oh, Christy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cristiano Ronaldo is a manufactured talent. Oof. He's very strong, but he's built his talent, okay? I mean, yes. He said, Messi, he said, Messi, on the other hand, is, um, is Federer, Jordan, Maradona. He's something we'll never see again in life, and he has an immense talent that's a gift from nature. I'm not sure I believe that. No. But- but, um, yeah, that's that's how he differentiates the two. You see, yeah. Um, so I just thought, put that out there, see if anyone has any thought, anyone listening, anyone, anyone no at one all, in particular, yeah. just anyone at all has any <laughs> thoughts on that. Um, I'm sure people have opinions on it, uh, rightly and wrongly. 
Yeah. That's the great thing about having an opinion, isn't it, Joe? It's, that's because they're opinions, isn't it? And, and you know, you're allowed yeah. to interpret because uh, to say who's the best at something is almost impossible, isn't it? Really, you know. Exactly. It's much like you choose your favourite footballer, like you're cho- you choose your favourite brand of phone, whether that be uh, Android or Apple based. Whatever. It could be either, couldn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's more likely to be Apple based because they're just generally better. But yes, I think they are better. I think, I th- and I think, I think, I think everyone knows. They that do as well. really, don't they? Yeah, they do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah as well you know when you're asked a question like what's the best thing you've ever seen you know each person's mm. going to have their own response to that aren't they and it may not line up with your own so yeah that is the beauty of um <laughs> opinions it is isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, but also not just i didn't want to i don't want to dwell on that too long <laughs> um so uh he antonio cassano has revealed that he piled on 30 pounds mm. during his time at real madrid by eating nutella just out of the tub, probably. Just straight in there. Pretty much. Right, yeah. okay. Um, so off-the-pitch issues marred his time in Spain, um, and after four months, the club fined him for every gram he remained over his playing weight. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Fat-shaming. Yeah, quite literally. <laughs> but he is an athlete, I suppose. So It's relatively um, important that he stays in shape, I guess. So Real Madrid had a sponsorship deal with Nutella or Nutella, depending on where you're from, uh, which meant that um, Cassano was plied with jars of the hazelnut treat. Uh, he said, in seven months, I gained 14 kilos. Jesus. I ate Nutella directly from the bottle. Uh, from the bottle? From the jar. Is that how they do it in Spain? They have bottles of Nutella. No wonder he got fucking he just, fat. He was, he was bottle-fed Nutella, <laughs> um, and he didn't care. He adds, I was ashamed. Oh God! <laughs> but it, it doesn't this like on the Real Madrid hierarchy going? Yeah, perhaps we are slightly responsible. We plied our players with something really unhealthy and then fined them yeah. for every gram they're overweight. He's on a bottle a day. It's our own fault. We should have seen it coming. So he was like the George Best um, or the Gaza of Nutella, but, we, but it was Nutella. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, you're right about Cassano. He was troubled. Um, he previously revealed in his autobiography that he had two weaknesses in life, food and women. Ooh. Right. Um, while playing for Madrid, he lived in a hotel. Oh, my God. He sounds like Alan Partridge of Real Madrid, doesn't he? <laughs> Living in a hotel, eating Nutella. Was it equidistant between Madrid and Barcelona? You know? <laughs> I think so, yeah. Um, uh, and he struck up a friendly relationship with a waiter in the hotel. He wrote, in Madrid, I had a friend who was a hotel waiter. His job was to bring me three or four pastries after I had sex. What, What? like a standing order? <laughs> I guess so, yeah. He would, he would bring the pastries up the stairs, I would escort the woman to him, and we would make an exchange. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> He would take the girl... And I would take the pastries, sex, and then food. A perfect night. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, okay. He, I mean, it does sound good. I mean, it sounds pretty good, but it also sounds like something that you shouldn't really do regularly, you know? Which one? Oh, both. Both, really, on the same night. You know, that's a treat, isn't it? That's a holiday treat with your yeah. long-term partner, not with some random the, girl. The, the Real Madrid coaches went, remember, Antonio, we've got a game coming up this week. No sex and no pastries. You haven't had any sex or pastries this week, have you? He's like, no. What? No. No. Nah, nah, not, not, not a sausage, mate. <laughs> not a one. No chance. Just, See you later. Just some Nutella instead that, that was brought to my room by someone who works for Real Madrid, you know. <laughs> so he's living in a hotel um, and they were, they were sending him Nutella in a hotel room. Yeah, pretty much. Didn't yeah. someone, yeah. a white, not a white flag, like a red flag in someone's head go... I don't think he's going to be particularly healthy there. You know, maybe we need to get him a house with a garden and, you know, look after him well, a I'm bit. Well, I'm not sure if, if... I'm not sure if the Nutella was sent directly to him. I think it was sent to the club and he, he somehow got his hands on it. He's a crafty little fella. He siphoned it. Uh, that was his playing style as well. He's kind of crafty and little, you know, number 10. So there you go, yeah. yeah. When he's not... When he's not Nicking a goal, he's nicking the Nutella <laughs> out of the store cupboard. Because Real Madrid have this store cupboard where they keep all the Nutella. Clearly, clearly, yeah. 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 Wow. <laughs> that, well, that's, your, that's where he is now. <laughs> Antonio Casado is where he is now. And that's where they are now. 
Well, uh, from where oh. are they now to an old feature, Dave, that wasn't really a feature. It didn't really have its own theme, but, uh, you know... It didn't. It didn't, didn't have its own theme, but it was something that was regular. It was regular, <laughs> right? My bowels. Well, it, it sort of does cover something bowel-related, Dave. It's Chinese arse news. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if you heard that. I just played my little keyboard there. Um, So you mentioned this story in one of your headlines, and it is the story of the China starting using anal swabs to test high-risk people for COVID. Yeah. I mean, I don't get it. It's prime Chinese (laughs) arse news, right? So (laughs) I don't get it either. I'm not sure how scientifically viable it is, I'll be honest. So, But it fits perfectly into this segment, so we'll go with it. Absolutely. So the method can increase detection rate among infected people, senior Beijing doctor tells State TV. So China has begun using anal swabs to test those it considers to be at high risk of contracting COVID-19, the State TV has has reported. I'd just like to um, take this opportunity to make the point that the Chinese state TV station, do you know what it's called, Dave? Um, Arse TV, something like that. (laughs) I mean, it should be called that. It's not. Uh, So in proper Orwellian fashion, dystopian fashion, the Chinese state TV station is called CCTV. (laughs) It is. No joke. CCTV. Right. So officials okay. officials took anal swabs from residents of neighbourhoods with confirmed COVID-19 cases in Beijing last week, according to the state broadcaster CCTV, while those in designated quarantine facilities have also had the tests. I, I tell you what, Dave, I'm glad I left when I did. Can I can I just check something here that COVID? I mean, I I'm not an expert and I'm not a sci- I'm not one of these um, uh, social media scientists, but I'm pretty sure from what I've heard, that COVID-19 is a respiratory illness. It, I believe it is. And as far as I'm aware of the, of the human anatomy, and as, 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 a, as are you, I'm not an expert, but the respiratory system is not connected to the anus. No. The, the nearest exit would be the opposite end, your, your mouth. Your mouth, yeah. Which is indirectly yeah. connected to the anus, I guess, through the digestive tract. I mean, they're getting they're getting a lot of negative results. They get like no one's got it. We're checking all their asses, and no, not one single person has got COVID. <laughs> so when the, I was some in... bloke goes in there, so he's like, I can I, I can barely breathe, and I I can't taste, and I've got a temperature. And they're like, well, we've checked up your ass, mate, and you're clear. And he's like, but I but I've definitely got it. I was like, no, 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 don't think so. Look, nothing. See you later. You're fine. So. <laughs> When I was living in China, I went to uh, I went out of the main city a few times on a few excursions. On one of them, I went out of the main city where I was living, and I went to like a local market, which was one of the most troubling experiences uh, that I had when I was there, purely because of the um, cleanliness and the general just sort of lack of health <laughs> of the place. Mm. And um, there was a sign up there that was clearly from the local government trying to get rid of this tradition. And the tradition was blowing into a chicken's bum hole. A live chicken. Livestock. Yeah, well, I was, I was going to ask. Yeah. yeah. So what, what they used to do is, and still do, and this is why you get, this is the, literally one of the causes of the many avian-related flus that they've had there, bird, like bird flus. There's so many strains that have come out of that part of the world. It's because what they do in these shitty markets where you've got cages on cages of chickens shitting on each other vertically, as they pick up this mm. chicken, they want to know whether it's laid an egg or not. So they flip it over and they put their face right in it and they blow in its arsehole so they can see the chicken's arsehole. Oh, I see. So blowing, I, I imagined, you're saying it's blowing on it. I imagine them sort of, Cup, like putting their mouth on the and blowing it up like a balloon, <laughs> like a conch, shell. and then just and then just let yeah, just letting it go around the <laughs> around the room. So instead of the headless chicken running around, it's a blown up chicken through its arsehole blowing around like a balloon. Yeah, yeah, pretty, pretty much. much. Yeah, it's, it's all these chicken stories. Anyway, that's a real thing. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. That's still pretty terrible. It's, what they're doing. Yeah. So I saw a sign that said no, like in in, in Chinese. Uh, and an English translation, do not blow on the chicken's arsehole, basically. And you went, oh, bollocks, that's my day ruined. Too late, yeah. I've, I've done a few <laughs> of them already, yeah. So, sm- What is their obsession with arses? I've, 
Who knows? I don't think we're going to find out in this article, I'll tell you that. So small localised outbreaks in recent weeks have resulted in multiple cities in northern China being sealed off from the rest of the country, which is, you know, much like China itself being sealed off from the rest of the world. And uh, prompted yeah. mass testing campaigns, which has uh, mostly been conducted using throat and nose swabs. But they obviously decided that that wasn't enough um, because the anal, no. <laughs> the anal swabs method can increase the detection rate of, infection pe- of infected people. Uh, as traces of the virus linger longer in the anus than in the respiratory tract, Dr. Li Tongzheng, a senior doctor from Beijing's Yuan Hospital, told the CCTV. Yeah. <laughs> so to closed circuit television. <laughs> yeah, literally. He's just standing in the corner. He's just talking to a yeah. camera. He's yeah. standing in the corner of the hospital by the lift, just looking up in the in the top of the, the corner of the room, talking to it. Yeah. Just looking at a camera going, I've checked all the bum holes. <laughs> 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 Which does sort of sound like something that would happen in 1984. So, yeah, they're, 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 um, their numbers that they've reported. I remember it was like 80,000 coronavirus cases in China, which has some of the highest population densities on earth. There is absolutely no way that those numbers are correct. They have yeah. lied through their teeth. No, they're going, none of our arseholes have coronavirus. So <laughs> no problem here. Yeah, you know, they, oh. they're like, well, you know, some of our pe- a lot of our people had coronavirus, but what we want to do is rule out that it's not in their arseholes by the swab test. Okay. Yeah. And great news, it's not. <laughs> what a surprise. So, yeah. yeah, we were correct after all. It's not in the arseholes. Yeah. yeah. So those poor oh, Chinese man. people in northern China. I hope they don't do... So they're checking the, the, the bum swabs, but I hope they knew used fresh ones for the nose and throat. They didn't use the same one. <laughs> knowing, <laughs> no, knowing China, they would have done it in the wrong order. They would have done arsehole first, I think. Yeah. <laughs> That's, is that not? Is that you? You don't really go for the arsehole first, then generally. No, it's usually the end of the chain, isn't it? You know, that's the bottom of the bottom of the list for basic hygiene reasons. You know, a, let's call it a last resort. It's the finishing touch. All <laughs> oh, right, okay, finishing touch. Fair enough. That sounds better than last resort. Yeah. Uh, so there's. And now, one. darling, <laughs> and now my finishing touch. Yeah, my PP. Don't you fucking do it. My penis de resistance. <laughs> Oh, oh dear. Um, so there's your Chinese ass news. Don't, don't, don't do me up. <laughs> don't do me up the ass. I've got COVID. <laughs> it lingers longer in the anus, according to the CCTV. Uh, well, that's your Chinese ass news. And now, Dave, this good to have it. Good to have it back. It's, it's back. I expect there'll be more. We haven't really ever struggled. Uh, to find it that much so you know um i think we should move on now to probably the part of this uh podcast that's going to be my favorite feature for the next month or so oh here we go yeah yeah yeah, that old one and it is the middle names world cup yeah so it's your favorite because i'm get i will get the brunt of this you see you'll get the brunt of this but also i'm just going to really enjoy the fact that you have essentially stitched yourself up (laughs) because <laughs> you've 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 yeah. kind of insisted on a couple of things since we started doing this and uh to me it's just enjoyable watching you go oh really did i do that to myself uh because you actually suggested it it was your idea i did yeah yeah <laughs> i just thought it'd be a bit of fun i didn't think people would be so vicious so <laughs> so what we have now is 20 we've we had 20 uh Six Odd. or something, and we've, you know, I'll let I'll, I'll let you, you know, take the flack for it. But we we whittled it down to twenty, right? And what we have, yeah, to- we whittled it down to twenty that could actually pass as names, <laughs> and even some of the twenty aren't names. But never mind, not paragraphs. <laughs> uh, naming no names. So what we have left so, wh- is go on. You carry on. Are we are we going to list these and and just credit who suggested them or and then explain how, what we're going to do going forward? Yeah, so I, I think we said them all out last week, but what we should do is list them and credit the names because I didn't credit the names last week. So um, okay, should we do? Uh, should we do? Well, we've split them into two groups, right? Should we do our ten? Shall I do my ten and you yeah, do your sure. ten? All right. Yeah, just do just do the middle. You don't have to. Uh, yeah, do them as a full name. Just just let's just do the middle names and then people can get the gist of that. I think. Okay, one of my suggestions, down trousers. And those of you who mm. listen, obvious reasons. Uh, this one's... Um, another, another one of... Oh, sorry. Are you going to do all of yours? Go on then. All right. One from Josh Davies. Bum bum. This one's from <laughs> number one fan, Dan. Off mic. 
One from Sally Tallulah 3, who I, th- I think you know Sally Tallulah 3, don't you, uh, Dave? Uh, Briefly. Rodney. Um, <laughs> Chelsea was the suggestion by Jay Madigan. David Chelsea Hannafin, I like that. Uh, someone called Kieran Reeves, who, I, yeah, well, I don't know. Hate him. Yeah, Absolutely hate awful him. Awful person. Uh, Magic was his, his suggestion, so it's a positive one. Good suggestion. Yeah. Good, Like him, like him. Old fan of the show, Colin Jones and Patreon, shout out to him. He suggested the middle name David. Just, it is a good name. <laughs> Emma Docking suggested Spinster. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Robin Barnett, Shirley. Like it. Yeah. And finally, from my 10, Dom DeSantis suggested Montana. Montana, Hannah, mm, Finn. We think, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Um, so you also suggested Bre- Brent. I did. David Brent. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Of course. Why wouldn't it be? Yeah, yeah. Um, Josh Davies also suggested Seaman, but spelt uh, not in the way of David Seaman. As in the seminal spelt fluid. In the- the filthy one, yeah. <laughs> um, number one fan, Dan, suggested Adolf. Yes. Uh, Red Kitch on Instagram suggest, <laughs> suggested Frottage, which both of us looked up today, <laughs> regrettably. <laughs> um, also from number one fan, Dan, Dean, spelt D-E-N-E, which some people may know is Ricky Gervais's middle name, who I am a big fan of. Right. Um, Kieran Reeves, that awful human being, Terrible. again, suggested... Uh, of <laughs> with a OV, right? Yeah, OV, yeah. yeah. Um, Lauren Williams suggested David Danger, like that. Mm-hmm, uh-huh. And we've also got um, David Turner suggested Dave Hannafin <laughs> as a middle name, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, would be Dave, Dave Hannafin, Hannafin, yeah. <laughs> which is good. Um, uh, Prim and Brian Tansel suggested uh, Handsome. Oh. So How cute. That's the in-laws, mate. That's the in-laws. Like it. They got you back. And the last one from Pete Knapp is Vihan. Dave Vihan, which cleverly you pointed out yeah. is... Well, if if you say your name is Dave Hannafin, Vihan is exactly the middle of your name. So he's a very literal yes. interpretation there. He's being very facetious. <laughs> yes, he is. Uh, so those, those are our final 20. Yeah. Now, we, the problem is... What is the problem, Joe? The problem is, is that to do a knockout competition, we don't want to string this out with a league. A league and a knockout, like little World Cup group leagues, take too long. So we're we're jumping straight in the deep end. Lockout, round of 16, quarterfinal, semifinal and a final. Now, Dave and I Mm. did some number crunching and we realised that if we have more than 16 teams, that will be tricky. And we may end up with a final with three teams. (laughs) So (laughs) we don't don't want that. So what we've had to do is, well, we haven't done it yet. What we're going to do live on air for you now is reduce this 20 down to 16. So we can jump straight into the finals of a World Cup. Yeah. So we've each got in a bowl slash hat... Uh, the ten that we've just read out. So you've got ten, and I've got ten. There's mine. We're each gonna, we're each gonna pick out two, and those four will be just in the bin, discarded, never to be heard of <laughs> or mentioned again. <laughs> They're out. That's it. It's completely random. So apologies in advance if it's your choice, but this is the fairest way to do it. Once we've got our sixteen, we're then gonna go back to the hat slash bowl. Yep. And we're gonna draw for the knockout matches, a home and away team. We try not to drag this out too long. <laughs> we know you've got <laughs> meals to eat and homes to go to. Yeah. Um, so this is, this is tense. There's jeopardy involved. So we need some appropriate music, Joseph. We do. Are you ready? Moody. Okay. Okay. Right. <clears throat> Would Who's going to have the honours of doing the first one? I'll go first. I'll, I'll do it. Okay. I'll do it. Right, this, is, this it. is tense. Okay. This is tense. So these are out. These four, they're out. Here comes the first one. Here comes the first one. I can feel it. Feels feels like one. <laughs> well, I should hope so. Okay, here we go. Oh. It's a good one. It's Rodney. 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 Oh, I'm sorry. That's Who's that? Sally Tallulah. Uh, I'm, it's I'm out. afraid Rodney is out. Rodney's on the floor. Oh, that is that is one from the history books, that is. Uh, but never mind. Okay. Okay, next one. I've got the bowl here, look. Next to the mic. Yeah, I can hear it. That's them going around the bowl. I'm going to pull one out. Oh, this is a bit, this is a bit tense. Right, what have I got here? 
Oh, no. No, is it a good one? Oh, no, it's Brent. Brent. No. Oh, I feel I'm heartbroken for you because I know you would have loved that one. Brent is out. I would have secretly actually really loved that. Oh, man. Brent. Brent is out. Oh, that is the, that's the way the cookie crumbles. That's, this is tough. This is this is severe. That's a blow, that is. Okay. That's a big blow. All right. Here we go. I'm shuffling every day. Here we go. Well, after that, I want some good news here. Okay, so it is... Oh! What is it? Shirley. Shirley. Shirley is out. Sorry, Robin Barnett. Shirley is dead. There we go. Well, not. She's not Shirley dead. Shirley is no more. She's not. She's, she's not dead. dead. <laughs> right. Last one then. Ooh, make it a good one or a bad one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Got it. I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. Oh look! It's Frottage. Oh, oh damn! I liked that one. Frottage is out. Yeah. I'm. I'm not going to be sad to see that one go, I must admit. After look, after Googling it, anyway. <laughs> Which it was what? It was the getting sexual sexual gratification from rubbing yourself against someone else fully clothed or something. Yeah, well, I don't know. How the hell does he know that about me anyway? <laughs> so, unfortunately mm. then, Rodney, Shirley, Brent and Frottage are out of the Middle Names World Cup. That is a real shame. There's some good ones there. Yeah. So, okay. That takes oh, us swiftly on to the knockout draw. Here we go. Yes. So, Would you like to do home, Joe, and I'll do away? I shall do home. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Meant to make a note of these. I, I, Mental note. I've got my I've got my document open now. Okay, here we Literally. go. Here it is. Are you ready? First first game is <laughs> I don't know why it's so funny. Chelsea. It's just it's actually a team. <laughs> it's just like we're doing the FA Cup draw. Okay, so okay. fixture one, home, is Chelsea. And who, who suggested Chelsea again? That was Jay Madigan. Okay, Jay Madigan's Chelsea. Chelsea versus... Chelsea versus <laughs> Seaman. <laughs> Seaman from Josh Davies. So, fixture one, Chelsea versus Seaman. All right. Uh, do you want to do home this time and I'll do away? Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, the home team will be Vihan. Vihan from Peter Knapp. Thank you, Peter Knapp. Okay, Vihan. Vihan in fixture two. The home team will play against <laughs> David. <laughs> Yay! Come on, David. Come on, David. Uh, I like how we've got a Dave Hannafin and a David in this competition. Like it. So fixture yeah. two, Vihan versus David. Okay. I'll do the home one this time. Here it comes. Okay. Alright. I've got it in my hand. It is Down Trousers. Ooh. Okay. Home advantage. <laughs> and, and they will be playing Handsome. Handsome. Okay, well I know who I want to win that one. Uh Thank <laughs> you, big flirt. <laughs> okay, down trousers versus okay. handsome. Right. Next one, here we go. The home team for the next game will be... A d -d -d danger Okay, Danger. Another one that we can't let win, it's too positive. Danger versus... Montana. Montana. Oh, nice. Okay. Montana. Okay, that's fixture four. Danger versus Montana. Right, here, here it comes. Fix Number five. Fixture five. We have... Spinster from Emma Docking. Spinster there. Spinster. Spinster. Who's Spinster going to hit? Sp so Spinster is like a, someone who basically dies alone. Is that right? Oh, just old and single. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and Spinster is playing. She's getting me confused. Getting me confused with you. Uh, uh, they will play of. Of. O v of. O v of. Okay. All right, fixture six. Our round of 16 is nearly okay. complete here. Ready? Yep. Here we go. Home team will be... Dean. D-E-N-E, Dean. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and Dean, Ricky Gervais' middle name, will be facing up against... Magic. Magic Hannafin. Oh, Magic okay. there. Okay, okay. so, so what, I'm doing that. So you want to go? Okay, 
This is the second to last one from me. Fixture seven, here we go. It is... Bum bum! <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, please God, let that go out the first round. Okay, and... Uh, Bum Bum will be up against. There's a sentence I never thought I'd say. <laughs> Isn't the English oh, language? Oh no! Dave Bum Bum <laughs> is up against Dave Hannafin! <laughs> oh god. Uh, amazing. Bum Bum versus Dave Hannafin. Okay. Finally, this is the last, last one. one I'm drawing and the last one you're drawing too. Uh, uh, okay. Oh, you're doing home, aren't you? Sorry. Yeah, the home team is. Adolf. Okay. Home. <laughs> and. Adolf. Off mic, away. So, oh, that's, they're both Dan's, aren't they? They are, yeah. So Adolf versus Off Mike. Well, we, we know we're going to whittle down the uh, number one fan Dan suggestions in that round. So to conclude yes. then, we've got Chelsea versus Seaman, Vihan versus David, Down Trousers versus Handsome, Danger versus Montana, Spinster versus Of, Dean versus Magic, Bum Bum versus Dave Hanovin, and Adolf versus Off Mike. There we go. <laughs> Some good stuff. <laughs> What's your uh, what's your pick of the bunch then with those fixtures, Dave? Oh, they're hard to call. That I mean, there's some real inform teams there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some that are slightly have seen. I mean, Chelsea. They're they're looking to come out of a bit of a bit of a dip. So my money would be on them. Right. Maybe. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I guess uh, it what remains... am I talking about? This is the, what I, this is a this is a name competition. <laughs> it remains to be seen how Tuchel's tactics will affect them. Um, yeah. That's true. Home advantage. Well, who knows? Yeah. yeah. No, they are home. Yeah, that's right. Seaman away. <laughs> so. <laughs> so we're going to play these fixtures out live next week in next week's episode correct that's right so we'll get through the round of 16 next episode and then we'll have a quarter final okay. then we'll have a semi and then we'll have a final and a third place tie runoff as well so what have you called that playoff looking forward to it yeah looking forward to amazing. it amazing um there we go wow middle name world cup that's done <laughs> uh it's a shame to see those names uh go out um particularly brent that's a that's a big shame but uh these things happen don't they dave so well, you got to take the rough with the smooth, as someone said once. They did, actually. I heard that as well. Um, hey, uh, I think we should finish yeah, up now. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah I think so, because I'm tired. And and it's pun o'clock, isn't it? Pundiful like current puns. Opinionated punditress. Punted in the creamy puns. Spraying you with punny spunk. Puns. Hmm. <sighs> Well, Dave, it's uh, yes, it's pun o'clock, and we have some good ones today. Uh, two of our fans have really held us up. Yes, oh, I've three actually. I've got one on uh, Facebook. Oh, you got on Facebook. Uh, I can... Nice. So this is um, these are co- uh, COVID-related puns, COVID and football. Um, Colin Jones on Facebook. Thanks, Colin. Thanks, Colin. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> um, he says he suggested uh, Emil. Hesky worker. Oh, very good. Emil Hesky worker. Yeah, yeah. I like Strong. it. Like it. Like it. Like, like it. Yeah, Thanks, yeah, Colin. Same. Got, Thanks, Colin. Got some from uh, number one fan Dan here. Have you got those in front of you, Dave? I absolutely have. We've got. Uh, well, actually, he he. I'm going to throw one in that I remember that he said to us because he suggested this uh, pun category a while ago. Uh, he suggested it on a WhatsApp group we're in. It was Arturo Covidal. Yeah, that was a good. That was one. a good one. That was a good one. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's also he's put on um, Instagram. He's put uh, Nemanja Kovidic. Very good, very good. Kovidic. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. put in vaccine Dice as well. Vaxion Dice. Yeah. yeah. Stretchy but, that one. Because it's <laughs> Sean is spelled as seen, isn't it? So you can that's yes. get away with that. Yeah. Um, this one made me laugh. Ventilator Andre Flo. <laughs> And he did run that one by us, didn't he, number one fan down? said, is it too much? Yeah. And we both unequivocally said, no. So it isn't. No such thing, mate. Ventilatore Andre Flo. Very good. Yeah. yeah. So Robin Barnett's done us a solid today. He's, he's produced uh, six high-quality puns. The first being, yeah. wash your hands, Seegers. Wash your hands, Seegers. I love, really like that. That's two... That's twice in two weeks that Hans Seegers has got a mention, which... I mean, when's the last time you heard that? Name? I think before the last two episodes of Round the Back, a long time. <laughs> mm. He's also come with um, um, Javier Mascarano. Yeah, 
I can't believe that's one of those ones I can't believe that I didn't think of. He also came up with anti back Niamey. <laughs> yes. Another anti Niamey yeah. one. Brilliant. Yeah. Goalkeepers are strong on the COVID front. Um, Mark Overalls. Yeah. Great. Mark Overmars, <laughs> Mark Overalls. Yeah. And Alan Wu Hansen. <laughs> Alan Wu Hansen. Yeah. Of, of, Where it all started. Yeah. yeah. Wu flu. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, and finally, um, Michael is essential shopping. <laughs> essential shopping. That's really good. Yeah. That is really good. I like that one a lot. I like that um, There we go. Not too many suggestions. Probably think people are just sick of talking about COVID, aren't they? Well, I I was hesitant to use COVID as a as a category. I'll say that now. But there's some really good ones but there. At the end of the day, Joe, we just didn't have any other ideas. This is true. So <laughs> yeah, we went with it. So uh, now we'll, we'll, we'll do a little post uh, after this week's episode and we'll ask you, fans and listeners, for your suggestions for a next category for our pun finisher. Uh, perhaps uh, the king pun, Redkitch, can suggest a, uh, a category or any of our listeners. But I just thought I'd say his nickname. Just, any, just anybody. anybody. <laughs> Anyone? Anyone? Hello? Hello? <laughs> <laughs> so there's your puns uh and and hey remember yeah remember right remember that no you said this at the start oh yeah don't over yeah okay about the is it about the patreon it's about the where they can yeah and it's three pounds and is it where they can go on the and they can donate three pounds a month they can. is that what you were going to say yeah, but only after they go to patreon.com forward slash around the back yeah what is that what you were going to say i was yeah yeah just don't just don't say, well, it. We'll, don't I'll, say I'll, it forget it then i won't bother we we won't done it we won't done it yeah uh, um, well, good night to you. Good night to you. Uh, and uh, final word, Dave, to sum up the podcast. Essential. 